When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Bobcat Sports Network from Learfield, this is Cat Chat with head football coach Brent Vegan. Brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, the official home of Cat Chat every Wednesday night at 6.30. Montana State University, Mountains and Mines. And by Town Pump Food Stores, proud sponsor of the Brawl of the Wild Series. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Bobcats, Keaton Galogli. Hello, hello, and welcome live to our next edition of Cat Chat. It's week 11. We've got just two more regular season games to go in the football season as basketball's getting underway. The snow is here. The cold is here. This is it, Coach. We're here. We're into November. This is fun. Yeah, this is the thick of it right now. Uh, you know, this is when you want to be playing big games, and that's what uh, that's what we continue to do. No doubt about it. Uh, and uh, starting to feel like November finally. We had all that nice weather through October, and now we finally feel like winter. How was practice this morning? How's the temperatures out there? It was uh, low temperatures for sure. Uh, we we <laughs> did get our work in, uh, but it was uh, yeah, it was one of those days where you're out there as long as you can be out there, which isn't very long. Right. What time do you guys start practice usually? Uh, we we practice in an eight to ten window. Uh, today we. We went as late as we could in that window, which was 9, so 9 to 10, it went real nice here. And But you still got to go and get to work, uh, work in, because you know, practicing on a football field is, is what it's all about. You know, the guys are finishing up tonight in the field house, uh, set up for state volleyball. Doing walkthroughs on volleyball courts isn't exactly what <laughs> equates to football, but it's all part of the, the part of the process. So uh, we got our work in today, and we'll uh, do the same tomorrow. No doubt about it. All right, uh, so here's what's going on for Montana State. First of all, I want to give some updates on uh, what else is going around. So we had Cole Iazzi on the sh- program last week, and they had a heck of a weekend here in Bozeman, did they not? 
So they uh, sweep their weekend. They win against Sac State and Portland State, and Portland State had been uh, the first-place team in the conference. So they took down Portland State. They're now 7-6 and six in conference. Uh, but they're 5-2 and two in their last seven matches, and they're going to go play the Grizz on Friday, and then they've got Weber State this weekend as well. Weber State now the first-place team for volleyball, and Kira Thompson was not only the Big Sky Offensive Player of the Week, but she was the National Player of the Week, which is really, really cool. First time ever in program history that a Bobcat's been named National Player of the Week. So always fun when we get to see some of the other athletics uh, programs have that type of success for a weekend. Yeah, for sure. That was a big weekend for them. I know it's home stretch for, for them as well, and to get uh, a sweep over the weekend was big. No doubt about it. And then uh, you don't want to let, uh, let all that overshadow Lauren uh, Linseth, who also was the Defensive Player of the Week from this uh, in the Big Sky from this last weekend. So they had the Offensive Player of the Week and Defensive Player of the Week. So pretty cool stuff. Uh, on the volleyball front, and they've got three more road matches uh, down the rest of the season. Cat Chat is presented by Buffalo Wild Wings. All right, we're going to talk with uh, Jeffrey Manning Jr. and Derek Snell a little bit later today, Uh, but first we're going to dive into this last week for Montana State. A uh, thrilling, I guess you could say, 41-38 to win on the road at Northern Arizona. That was a heck of a dogfight down the stretch. How are you feeling after all that? Well, we got out on the right side. I know uh, the game is really hard to to explain. I mean, we jump out <laughs> to a fast lead. Um, we have 14 points on the board. Before you know it, uh, we're able to attack on a field goal to make it 17-0. And, you know, we had opportunities within that uh, second quarter, open up a little bit more. And then ultimately they got some momentum, made a couple plays. And before you know it, we're down at halftime, 21-17. Um, guys regrouped well at halftime, um, you know, and I did the back and forth second half. I mean, we just we allowed Northern Arizona to to breathe certainly, uh, I mean to to gain confidence. And you know they they got good players too. I know we talked about that last week. They uh, you know they maybe had won, you know lost a couple games they sh- they, they should have won or could have won. Um, and they, their record could look different because uh, they were more than capable. And you know we let them um, fulfill that I guess you know uh, on Saturday. And you know ultimately it came down to um, getting a stop or holding them to a field goal. And then being able to answer with a field goal of our own at the end. Um, and, but, yeah, it was one of those back-and-forth affairs that uh, isn't good for the heart rate. <laughs> no, this is a battle-tested, calloused team uh, at this point. And I do want to get into kind of that back-and-forth at the end of the game. But first, you know, uh, after you guys really moved the ball early in this game, they really slowed that offense down a little bit at the end of that first half and kind of early in that third quarter a little bit. What did you feel like kind of slowed your guys' offense down a little bit in the middle portion of that game? Well, we just weren't able to connect in the passing game. Um, several opportunities to go downfield, uh, good opportunities, you know, and we're not going to make them all, but we, we generally would make more than we did uh, on Saturday. And, you know, they were really packing it in on the, against the run game. Um, and we were still able to, to move the ball with our running backs, with our quarterbacks, but wanted to, you know, be able to expose that uh, over-aggressiveness in the pass game. We just, did, we just weren't able to do it. Uh, you know, and that's a function of our offense that has to – has to be there for us it, it just wasn't through that stretch in particular in the second quarter and you know it allowed for some uh some quick possessions and then our defense was back out there and you know unfortunately on the other side of the ball we had some plays we didn't make as well and, and uh you know things we got to get short up for sure but ultimately the guys did hang in there um we found found a way to to move the ball um pretty well in the second half and, and you know, like I said before, we, we did hold them to field goal that last stretch and, and were able to, to get the win. Now, Tommy Mallott only had about, I think it was like three carries in that first half. Was that by design or was that more of uh, what he was kind of making? or Was that his decision making that kind of kept him from taking quite that many attempts in that first half? 
Well, I, I think uh, maybe a little bit of both. I, I know a couple quick possessions where we were, you know, quick scores, uh, short field, obviously, at the, at the first possession with uh, Brody getting that stack, sack strip, fumble, recovery. Um, you know, and, and we would prefer not to run him over and over again um, in a situation like that. Uh, you know, use him situationally, I guess, as much as anything. And, and, you know, between Elijah and Garrett, they were running the ball well. So, you know, it, uh, I think it's a function of a lot of things. And, and we do read, um, read defenders quite a bit, and that sometimes uh, leads to a handoff, and sometimes that leads to a keep. On the defensive end, obviously, as we mentioned, you really had a pretty tremendous second half in particular for, uh, for Northern Arizona. I mean, when you look at the secondary with Rylan Ort back and what you guys are doing there, what do you feel like you guys need to kind of switch up a little bit to start to avoid some of those bigger chunk plays and, and try to sure things up a little bit, particularly uh, against the pass? Well, we're here in game 10, so it's not a magic matter of uh, inventing a new defense or anything like that. It's, uh, you know, it's a list of things within that game. Um, it's no one thing. Uh, I, I think on a, you know, a couple of the coverages, we, uh, you know, we got ourselves out of position. Um, you know, a couple of times we let the quarterback out of, uh, out of pocket. When you do that, uh, you know, coverage kind of becomes very complicated. When you get a quarterback that's, that's scrambling, coverage becomes very complicated. So there's a there was a little bit of both those things, and you know, a couple good plays by Martinez. I, he made a couple really good throws. Uh, he's a good quarterback, um, and they have you know, they have good enough players on the other end that we, you know, we added fuel to the fire just uh, with that momentum that, that we allowed them to take. And it's uh, so it's a it's a bunch of those things. So we got to be we got to be more disciplined. Um, balls in the air on, on a couple of occasions. We got to make those plays. If nothing else, just knock it out. Um, you know, and ultimately learn from that game. You know. Uh, and not let that game define us by any means as far as how we can defend the pass, but it happened, learn from it, and now move on. And it'll be important in this next game against Cal Poly. They really throw the heck out of the ball. They're second in conference in terms of uh, passing yards per game, and we'll get all into all of that in a little bit. But uh, some of the individual performances, I want to start on the offensive end. How about R.J. Fitzgerald? He got another touchdown. He's an absolute scoring machine for you guys now, his second receiving touchdown. And that was actually a fairly athletic catch. He had to kind of turn back pirouette a little bit. It's got to be really fun to just ha have a guy like that and be able to utilize him in the offense the way you guys are right now. Yeah, when we're down there, um, you know, obviously we can handle the ball and run behind RJ which we which we did later on same action as the one we scored on uh, but when he can uh, slip out to the flat and, and you know both Tommy and him made an athletic play uh, on that touchdown uh, you know it, he is a real weapon you know I think uh, you know fullbacks by design I, I think are by, are defined by just guys that maybe can run through a wall and, and RJ is much more than that he will run through a wall but he'll uh, <laughs> you know he can do some athletic things as well. The other guy who's running through a wall right now is Derek Snell, who got his first career rushing touchdown in this ball game. Obviously, having to use him a little bit more because of uh, the way the, the running back room has been beaten up. But, man, what he's been able to do this year, we're seeing him rush for a touchdown. He caught the go-ahead touchdown pass against Weber State, and he's springing these guys left and right. I mean, he had one of the key blocks along with Robbie Alston on the touchdown run by Tommy Mallott. One of the big uh, blocks he had was in that Weber State game where he just absolutely pancaked a guy. I mean, this guy just has all the still sets uh, seemingly out of that tight end position. Yeah, Derek's having a really good year. And, and you know, I think last year he, he did some good things, and we charged him to, to continue to, get, to take his game forward, and he's done that in every which way. Uh, and it, it does start with his blocking, and, and he's able to block on the perimeter, block in line, um, block from the backfield. Um, you know, he was able to catch the ball and run routes really well, um, which he's continued to do, and then adding that element of being able to run the football and give us a, you know, a big back threat, which, which we don't have without him. Um, you know, that's been... That's been a nice, nice deal with, to, to add to our offense. And, and, 
you know, he's very skilled, um, very good feet. Um, he's a big guy that can really run as well, and, and, you know, he's having a real good football season. I mean, you, so you were a tight end in your playing days, right? So when watching a guy like this and watching the way the tight end position in particular has just changed over the last couple of years, I mean, it's got to be kind of interesting to watch the way it's changed. What are some of the things that stick out when you think about the evolution of the tight end position over the last couple of years? Well, I know not one time did I ever not just put my hand in the ground and line up next to a tackle. <laughs> I know that in my, my years playing. So, you know, all the different things we're able to do with, uh, with a guy like Derek, um, you know, play the traditional spot, but then split out and, and really, you know, be a receiver where, you know, if you get a matchup size-wise that is advantageous, it really helps. And then, you know, motioning guys, you know, in and out, into the backfield, and then, you know, like, like we're doing with Derek, being able to hand him the ball as well. Um, you know, because what defense has to look at when he's on the field, um, what are they doing with him? And when we're doing a whole host of things like that, and that's not, I mean, Trayton Pickering is very versatile as well. You know, we haven't handed him the ball, but Trayton's splitting out, and, you know, he's a little bit taller, he's a little bit different matchup, but when you have those two guys, um, and the defense has to look at them in a really neutral way. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, it makes us that much more harder to defend. Yeah, pretty impressive. I mean, uh, fill me in here if I miss anything, but we've seen Snell lined up in the slot. We've seen him lined up in the backfield. We've seen him lined up against the line as a true tight end. I mean, that's a lot of different places to be pick, push, put, uh, putting a guy around on the field. It's fun to watch. Yeah, we just got to line him at quarterback next. Yeah, you know? <laughs> a little wildcat quarterback. Yeah. I'll take it. All right, we're going to take a break, but when we get back, we've got more with head coach Brett Vegan on Cat Chat. <laughs> You can enjoy Cat Chat, the official radio show of head coach Brent Vegan and Bobcat Athletics over Wings and Beer every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. only at Buffalo Wild Wings. This is Cat Chat from Learfield. For every peak, valley, and plateau, for every mishap and every adventure, for every Montanan in every season of life, Bozeman Health is here to deliver care with quality, compassion, and respect because we see you as more than the patient you are today. We look to what's on the horizon for you and our community over the decades to come. That's Care Beyond Care. Well beyond. Bozeman Health. Guys, it's buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday at Buffalo Wild Wings. And guess what? You're going to be a dad. What? No, it's boneless Thursdays, which means free boneless wings. You'd be a great dad. Okay, enough. Buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday only at Buffalo Wild Wings. To the greatest of all times. Buy one boneless wings at regular price. Get one of equal value free at participating locations for a limited time. While supplies last. Limit one, not valid with other offers. Size exclusions may apply. Delivery and takeout available at participating locations through Buffalo Wild Wing website or app. Fees, including service fees, may apply. For all you've been through lately, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Montana wants to make sure you are covered in care. From preventive cancer screenings to proper control of diabetes, high blood pressure and behavioral health management, to prenatal care and child immunizations, Blue Cross and Blue Shield is by your side, reminding you preventive care is imperative care. Stay on top of your health at bcbsmt.com. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Montana. Through it all. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Montana, a division of Healthcare Service Corporation, a mutual legal reserve company. Hey, Bobcat fans, if you're planning a building project, Builders First Source can help. If you're building a garage, a shed, a pole, a barn, or even an entire home, Builders First Source can assist with the design materials, delivery, and so much more. No project is too big or too small. Builders First Source expertise can transform your vision into a dream come true. Builders First Source is a leading supplier of professional-grade building materials and a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics. Find one of 10 Montana locations at buildersfirstsource.com. And go Bobcats! Nicely done, Beef. When football fans everywhere cheer for their team, they're cheering for you too. 
because your savory snacks fuel the gridiron battle. With your tasty sliders, hearty chilies, and drool-worthy steaks, every option is an MVP. Most valuable protein. So gather around the TV and get cooking at beefitswhatsfordinner.com. Funded by Beef Farmers and Ranchers. Hey, college football fans, what do you call a game you can't lose? We call it the Conoco Coin Promotion. 250 fans at every Bobcat home game will get a Conoco coin. This coin can be redeemed for free prizes at a participating Conoco station. Watch out for the Conoco Coin Promotion at the next home Bobcat football game and redeem it for free prizes. Conoco, proud sponsor of the Montana State Bobcats. are back on Cat Chat, talking about your 6-0 Big Sky at Montana State Bobcats today. I'm Keaton Gologli, along with head coach Brent Vegan, and we remind you that Universal Athletic has been a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics over 45 years. Shop their great selection of Bobcat apparel and accessories for all your game day needs. Shop in-store at their 7th Avenue location or online at shop.msubobcats.com. Go Cats! All right, Coach, uh, we're talking a little bit about this uh, Northern Arizona victory from last Saturday before Cal Poly comes up on the schedule next week. I want to get a little bit into the end of this game. So really those last three possessions, it was a 13-play drive and a score and a touchdown for Montana State. They go down, they get the field goal, and then you guys come back with that incredible play to Taco Dollar. So first of all, when you're taking that ball over at the start of the fourth quarter, when you're looking at the full kind of scope of the game, you know, what was your, your plan in that moment? I mean, were you thinking about the clock because they had been scoring so often, or was it just, hey, let's just drive down and play our best drive? Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, our best drive, and our best drive at that time was probably going to help us out by eating the clock, I guess. Um, you know, I think we felt confident that we would uh, we would convert there, so it wasn't matter. It wasn't a matter of trying to create another possession for ourselves. Um, there were a couple fourth down and shorts there that yeah. we, we were able to convert. Um, you know, ultimately we we were able to score that touchdown. So, you know, I think it was just about taking a lead, and you know, obviously not settling for a field goal in that sequence because we had still been down one at that time. So, you know, our guys came through, and then to defensively, um, not exactly what we wanted, but we held them to a field goal. Um, you know, and they'd been moving the ball really pretty effectively in that second half so we hold the field goal and that left us you know just enough time to to at least uh take a shot at something and you know we went uh incomplete incomplete and we were third and ten and i want to say there was just over 40 seconds left and yep. you know decided to go after it uh more than necessarily you know how the play um, was designed <laughs> um you know tommy gets out of pocket in that scramble route uh mode and you know, Taco sees that. Um, Taco's able to get behind the defense, which is, um, you know, when we do scramble, that is by design, I guess. And, you know, Tommy just made an unbelievable throw, and, and Taco was right there. And, you know, not only did he come up with it, but he got a bunch of yards after the catch. Now, holding them to a field goal in that spot, I mean, the defense has been on the field a lot. We're obviously at elevation, a little bit more shallow with Brody Greeby kind of going out at the end of that game, not having Danny Louis Lakepa in that game, so not quite as much uh, depth at that moment but I mean where was the team and the defense just in terms of their stamina and their energy at that moment I mean that was the kind of game where you know both Dan and Mikey on the radio were saying hey look this is where that off-season conditioning pays off so where were they in their stamina and energy in that moment no uh, we were pushed to the limit uh you know I think we ended up taking 80 80 snaps of defense and that's a lot um that's way more than we would uh, we would like and there was uh, some guys that took all 80 of those snaps so you know um you, you couple that with 
how fast they were going at times. You know, I think our guys were worn down. So to find a, find a, a little bit extra in that tank um, at the end to come up with that, that sequence where we did hold them to the field goal, I mean, that was, that was huge. And I think that is a testament to the offseason training that our guys do. Um, you know, and the fact that we do, you know, live and work here at just about 5,000 feet. You know, I, I think uh, making that transition 5,000 to about 7,000 certainly isn't as dramatic as it would be, you know, for the, say, the California teams or the coastal teams that uh, are making a pretty big jump when they go to Flagstaff. Yeah. Uh, you know, the other portion uh, of that's that sequence. So after the, the big play, the 64-yard pass to Taco Dollar, which was awesome, electrifying, amazing to witness, you guys sprinted right up to the line. Elijah Elliott was two yards away from punching that thing in. That seemed like a pretty impressive play call. It almost got him into that goal line. Yeah, we were in field goal range at that time. Um, you know, now you're, you're 35-ish, I think, uh, second. Um, so you, you want to be able to eat a little bit of the clock if you can, and, and ultimately scoring a touchdown is what we wanted to do. Um, yeah, Elijah made a good run, didn't quite finish. Um, you know, then that left us with a couple plays um, where we didn't get the ball into the end zone. Ultimately, we we uh, we had a penalty and we centered it up and then left it for uh, for Blake to kick it through from 24. Um, so that didn't exactly go how we wanted at the end. I would have just preferred to score a touchdown if that meant we had to kick off again. We'd have to do that, but. Uh, it was probably a fitting way to end a really uh, really weird game. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, Blake Lesner for his efforts in the walk-off field goal, the Big Sky Special Teams Player of the Week. So very exciting. And congratulations uh, to Blake Lesner for that. And certainly a situation where we see this uh, experienced kicking unit come into play. Got to feel really confident when you can run that three out there in that moment at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, very uh, steady group. Um, you know, and, and, and Tommy's the one that uh, – Tommy Sullivan, a long snapper, that doesn't get probably enough credit, and that's okay because no one's noticing him. He's doing his job <laughs> out there uh, time after time, both uh, the punt snaps and the, and the kick snaps. And, and you know, uh, felt uh, you know really confident in their ability to execute at that moment. Didn't feel like the moment would be too big for him. And you know, uh, for a younger group, um, pretty seasoned now. You know, when you have those three guys all as sophomores, but with the experience they have. All right, so tell me a little bit about icing kickers because I think this is kind of interesting where you, as a kicker, you can almost anticipate we're going to get a timeout. And so Blake, after the game, was saying, look, I, I have a routine for that. I'm good. I'm ready to go. I kind of figured it was going to happen. Do you ever think, hey, let's not call a, field, or call a timeout? Like, is that the kind of thing that would it maybe throw off an opposing kicker because they're just anticipating it? I just feel like it's so ubiquitous that they're anticipating, and it kind of defeats the purpose of that, that icing the timeout. The fake ice. The fake ice, yes. yeah. That would no, be I think, I think there, you see that a little bit where, I mean, it, it's pretty standard, right? right? If you have timeouts, you're going to use them. But I, I know I've seen it a time or two where that, the coach is going to stand by the ref and just yeah, pretend, I guess, right. like Walk he's going to call it. Say, so, hey, I'm not going to call I don't know, timeout. whatever. <laughs> Whatever gets in the, the kicker's head is what you're trying to do. Um, you know, that, that one being a 24 straight on uh, kick wasn't super complicated, but you still got to go in there and execute. And I thought Blake did a good job of just, uh, you know, staying within himself, staying in his rhythm, um, knowing that it probably was going to happen. I know every time he went through and got a swing. Um, so, yeah, it worked out. But, uh, yeah, you know, when we've been in those situations, you know, you, you, I don't know. Yeah, you, is it just uh, cliche that you're going to use your timeouts? I don't know. It's. You know, making those guys think, you know, it kind of just depends on the experience of the kicker as much as anything. You know, uh, I think that's where it's, it's really comf comforting for us that we do have a guy that we feel really confident. It was fun watching uh, Elijah Elliott and Garrett Kuhn in this game. They both ended up close to six yards per carry again. And it's just incredible watching basically what was the fifth and sixth string running backs coming into the year perform the way they are at this moment. And it's got to be a real testament to Jimmy Beal, the, the running back coach here. What have you seen from Jimmy Beal and just how he's handled all the adversity you guys have had in that room and has, he's been able to keep these guys down at the bottom of the depth chart ready to perform when the number's called? 
Yeah, you know, anytime you have your position group, you're, you're close to them all, you know, and, and you want what's best for all of them, and you, but you also have an order, a pecking order, and, and as those guys have gone down, you know, I, I think it's mixed emotions. You're, you're obviously very disappointed for the, the guys that can't play, but then you're excited and you've got to get the next guy ready to go, and I think he's done a great job of uh, really uh, working with the hand that's being dealt to him, you know, and that's been different uh, all the way through the season, whether it's, it's early where we had a few more guys or, or in the middle or, you know, whatever it was, game three and four, we didn't really have anybody, uh, to now we, you know, I think we've settled in and, um, you know, Elijah's been the kind of the, the constant. He's been there the whole time. Um, getting Garrett back has been great. Um, I know we've had Lane in and out. So, you know, credit to Jimmy for uh, getting those guys ready to go, getting them confident. Um, and then, you know, I think we're asking them to do things they're capable of, and, and they've, been, uh, they've been executing. Yeah, it's been fun to watch, and a credit to Jimmy Beal and a credit to the depth uh, in that running back room. All right, uh, before we chat with Derek Snell, quickly let's just uh, get our fans here uh, the update on just personnel and, and kind of who's in and out because not everybody's paying attention uh, every second of every day. So Cleveland Thomas Jr. for this next game, still kind of a fluid situation going in, not 100%. Yeah, we're planning on, on bringing, uh, bringing him with, um, okay. you know, yeah, if, if fluid is a uh, – yeah, probably the right word, but I, I think we're uh, we're planning on him playing on Saturday. Okay, and then uh, Sean Chambers still kind of a work in progress. Uh, and Sean's making the trip; he's available. Okay. Um, he's practiced the last couple of days, okay. albeit in the cold, but uh, he's practiced. So uh, yeah, he's made really good strides over the last uh, week. Great, and then uh, Lane Sumner not this week, but not a season-ending injury. Correct. Okay, and then uh, Daniel Louis Lakepa. So he was out this week, not going to play this week, but not a season-ender. Correct. Okay, and then uh, Isaiah and Jahari Martin. They're both practicing, not playing this week fair yes okay yep. <laughs> all yep. right i think that's just about every yep. other than uh brody greeby went out in that game so yeah not playing this week same deal yeah, yeah he's uh he's on the mend as well that's 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 the nature of it i i know uh you know it's 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 frustrating i suppose but you, you know you, you have the mindset of um you know get those guys healthy as fast as possible and and while they're out uh opportunity for another guy to step up and and, and do the do the same job no doubt well on behalf of uh bobcat nation we appreciate you giving us that actual information because i know not every coach does so i know we're very appreciative to just kind of know who's in and who's out it certainly adds to the fandom i think when you know who's there and who's not when you're going into those games so thank you for that coach Sounds good. All right, we're going to take a break. Derek Snell will join us after this timeout. This is Cat Chat from Learfield. Did you know that Southwest Montana has one of the highest per capita hot tub usage rates in the world? See what your friends and neighbors already know. How great it feels to soak under the big sky. Mountain Hot Tub has helped more friends and families relax in hot water than anyone in Montana. New hot tubs starting at less than $5,000. When you're ready to relieve stress and save money at the same time, come see us at the corner of Huffine and Gooch Hill. Mountain Hot Tub, since 1979. Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. 
When garage door issues happen, don't just call anybody. Call the pros at DoorTech. Our family-owned and operated business happily serves the Gallatin Valley. We install and service residential, commercial, and custom overhead doors and operators. With factory-trained and certified technicians, we're committed to quality, value, and long-term relationships. Call us at 582-1623 and let us help you with the solution to all your garage door needs. DoorTech is raising the door on quality. Your region's only premier authorized Rainer dealer. Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. outside the box for your complete branding solutions. Located in Bozeman, Montana, we offer a full print shop for banners, signs, wraps, trade show booths and graphics, promotional products, and much more. If you can think it, we can ink it. We are a proud supporter and corporate sponsor of the MSU Bobcats. Like us on Facebook to see some of our cat wraps. Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. and call us at 406-922-6462 or visit us on the web at inkoutside.com. Stop into Rose Hours for these great deals. Prairie Fresh Bone-In Assorted Pork Loin Chops Family Pack $1.99 per pound. Choice Naval Oranges 99 cents per pound. USDA Choice Angus Beef T-Bone $6.99 per pound. Progresso Soup 3 for $5 and Lay's Potato Chips $2.79 each. And don't forget to check out these game day specials. Brew Pub Frozen Pizzas $5.99 each. Cheese and Crackers 2 for $7. Red Bull Energy Drinks 2 for $4. And four packs of Blue Bunny Loaded Bars or Twist Bars $3.79. The Rocking R Bar is your home for everything Bobcat football. Whether the cats are home or away, we are your game day headquarters. Swing by for great food specials like the Sunny Holland Burger from our new grill, Hail Mary's. We also serve the best Montana craft beer and liquor the state has to offer. So grab a pint, something to eat, and one of our very own Rocking R Bar liquors because it's a great time to be a Bobcat at the Rocking R Bar. on Cat Chat. And before we chat with uh, Derek Snell, let's pause 10 seconds for our network station identification. This is Cat Chat. Country 100.7 KXLB Churchill, Bozeman, Belgrade. Also in Livingston on translator K254AL. Welcome back live to Cat Chat at Buffalo Wild Wings in Bozeman. I'm Keaton Gologley, joined now by tight end Derek Snell. We remind you that Eagle Mount Bozeman is committed to providing quality adaptive recreation and sport opportunities for people with disabilities and young people impacted by cancer and to provide support for families of our participants so that they shall mount up with wings as eagles. Once again, I'm Keaton, and this is Derek Snell, tight end for Montana State. Derek, how we doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You all uh, warmed up after practice this morning? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A little, a little cold tonight. I mean, today, but uh, yeah, it was fun. It's all right. Hey, it's November. That's what it's supposed to be, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, and you're actually from uh, Alaska, but you're from, what, just north of Anchorage, is that right? Yep, Chugiak, just right north. Yeah. Okay, so, but but people may not realize this, but it's not, like, that cold there, right? Like, I mean, it's cold, but how, how cold does it really get up there? Oh, it's pretty similar to here. Okay. Yeah, no, not not like Fairbanks or nothing or Barrow where it gets crazy negative. So, right, right, yeah. yeah, you're not up in the Arctic Circle. Oh, no, uh-uh. Yeah, well, tell us a little bit more about your, your hometown, where you grew up, and, and what it's like there. Yeah, I grew up in Chugiak, Alaska, uh, pretty much similar, as like, to Bozeman. Yeah. Um, you know, just played sports all my life, and... Yeah, just love it up there. Yeah, so what other sports do you play besides football? Uh, I played basketball. I wrestled growing up. Uh, a little bit of baseball. wasn't too good at it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like being physical, so that didn't really work. So we can swing Yeah, swing baseball back. doesn't have a lot of tackling in it. Yeah. <laughs> what position did you play? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think out, mainly outfield. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> but, wherever. Yeah. That's funny. 
Um, and then uh, when you're out there, too, uh, how quickly does it start getting dark uh, in the winter? Like, how many hours of daylight do you have uh, in the, the heart of winter? Um, it starts getting cold, like, pretty dark at, uh, say, around 4. Yeah. 4 yeah. Okay. So, but you guys aren't in that, like, 24-hour of darkness window? No, that's bare. That's top of Alaska. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you still get at least a few, a few hours of sunlight. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the summertime, I mean, you guys got to be just, like, nonstop sunshine, right? Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I love it. We only get, like... Four hours, maybe five hours of dark. Wow. And so you're just up all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you, like, even at night, can you still kind of see the twilight coming out, like, along the horizon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That must be beautiful. Still miss it up there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love it. You're going to be back in uh, Alaska and Anchorage in that area uh, after after football's over and after Montana State's over? Yep, hopefully. Hopefully. Just try to do whatever I can up there, so. Yeah. All your family's still up there? Yep. All right, well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, your season so far, man. It's been a lot of fun to watch you play and and do all the different things you've been doing. We were talking with Brent Vegan about that a little bit. Congrats on your first rushing touchdown. That had to be a nice little thrill for you. Oh, yeah, thank you, yeah. It it definitely felt like I was back in high school again. Right, so you played, uh, what positions did you play in high school? Uh, Running back, receiver, safety, linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. So when you were getting recruited, what positions were you getting recruited for? Had you thought about tight end? I mean, what was on the radar? Um, Yeah, definitely. So I got recruited from a couple D2 schools for running back and then also got recruited at Eastern for a linebacker and then got recruited here for tight end. And so I just thought that this was a perfect fit and I uh, decided to come here. Was it the positional fit or more of like the culture fit? Uh, culture for sure. Um, you know, I saw the coaches, I saw how everyone rallied around each other. Um, and, you know, I just, I loved that aspect of it and just pulled the trigger. So if they if they said, hey, we want to play, want you to play a linebacker or whatever, would you have come here kind of regardless of the position or did you want to play tight end? Yeah. Probably. Um, yeah, I'll just, I love it here. You know, whatever I could do to help the team, you know. Yeah, well, you're helping the team so far. you got an undefeated Big Sky start at this oh, point. Yes, so, so far, so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me a little bit about kind of developing into that tight end role and the way they're using you. Uh, what's, uh, what's been kind of the most fun aspect of this season in terms of the way they're using you, all the different things you've done? What do you like about doing all that different stuff? Um, you know, obviously you like getting passes thrown to you, but uh, I think – mainly for me is blocking on the perimeter and being able to help somebody hit a hole and, you know, take off for 60. Yep. Um, you know, you've seen that a couple of times with, with Tommy and Sean, and, you know, I just love helping out my team and making plays for him. Do you have a favorite block, one that really just sticks in your mind that you just love revisiting as a memory? Um, yeah, the uh, one Tommy scored uh, against Reaper State a couple of weeks ago. Uh, hit him, and, yeah, and, uh, yeah I, I love that. Uh, I think Tyler Walker, the, the tight ends coach you guys have, uh, he had a great, great quote about it. He said he didn't see it, but he heard it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, you know, the other thing, too, like, first of all, you, you were there to help spring Milan for that 44-yard touchdown run, although he certainly made a few men miss right after that, which was impressive to watch. Uh, but Robbie Alston was right there as well, and he, it was you two guys that opened up that hole to get him into that secondary. What have you seen from the receivers in their ability to block on the outside and what their role has been in the running game this year? Yeah, definitely. I think they've stepped up tremendously over, you know, just a year. Uh, you know, you look this year, it, it, perimeter blocks from them is exceptional. Uh, I think that they're doing a great job, and, you know, we could, us as tight ends could learn something from them as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah what, kind of, what can you learn from them? Oh, just being able to, you know, drop down, being able to stay on blocks, maintain, and, yeah. Yeah. I think, man, it's been so impressive and so much fun to watch. And I think particularly Robbie Olsen, because he's a guy who's only getting maybe one or two catches per game. Mm-hmm. But it feels like every one of these touchdown runs, he's a guy who's way downfield getting some of those blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so. he's got great effort. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, can't really coach effort. You know, you want to be out there, and he wants to be out there. So Yeah, fun to watch. All right, so you've had a couple of big moments. So we kind of mentioned a little bit, but you've had the rushing touchdown of this last game, which was crazy, and back and forth. And then you had that big uh, go-ahead touchdown catch against Weber State as well. Uh, how did those, those kind of two compare? Obviously, one's at home and in a big moment, but when you compare that first rushing touchdown versus that, that go-ahead touchdown catch, uh, how do they compare and stand up to each other? Um, yeah, uh, you know, rushing touchdown to you is, is cool, but being able to be in a close game with, with Weber State like that and at home, you know, you want to do whatever you can to win at home. So being able to be fit in wherever I can, is, it's awesome. Yeah, that place was rocking too in that Weber State game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, did you heard it much louder than that in your time here? Um, maybe Cat Grizz in 19, but other than that, no. Uh, yeah. we, we got the best fans, so. No doubt about it. Yeah. You hear that? You guys are a part of this too, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be loud again too when we get back home in two weeks for Cat Grizz, which is going to be fun. Uh, I want to ask you about R.J. Fitzgerald as well. You know, we've had the opportunity to see him uh, emerge as a scorer, which is a lot of fun. Uh, what's it like seeing him in the way that, uh, that you guys are utilizing him, particularly in those red zone situations? Yeah, yeah, I love R.J. You know, he didn't really get the ball much in his college career, and now he's already has five or maybe six touchdowns. Yep. You know, it's awesome seeing him succeed and just being the beast that he is. Yeah, what kind of captain, what kind of leader is he? Oh, man, he's awesome. You know, being able to just rely on him and speak to him and watch him work is is awesome yeah it's been fun to watch the way some of these captains have worked and so many of them are, are walk-ons to captains which is just crazy uh tell us a little bit about just the the culture here you kind of mentioned it in your recruiting but you know why is this a place that people are willing to stick around for six years and make that big jump from walk-on all the way to captain by the time their careers are over yeah i definitely think that you know we play for each other uh we want to be tight-knit and just want to go out and work for each other and do whatever we can yeah it's fun to watch it and see you guys uh, do all that so we head toward these uh, last couple of uh, last couple of regular season games. Playoffs are right around the corner, and hopefully we got a lot of more touchdowns to witness. And you've been kind of the guy who's uh, been the lead celebrator there. You're the one lifting everybody up on almost every single touchdown play. When did that start? I mean, I don't know how, how many how many of these touchdowns have you been the one to kind of lift that guy up like a trophy? Um, I did it every now and then in 2019, and yeah. then uh, you know last year I tried to do it a little bit with Isaiah, and then. You know, I was just always there for, uh, for those dudes to lift them up. So. Are they starting to look for you now, or do you have to hunt them? Uh, actually, uh, this past game against NAU, RJ lifted me up after the, after the touchdown. So oh, that's so nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah, a little, little turnabout. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is, there anybody, is there anybody on this roster who scores the touchdown that you wouldn't try to lift up? Oh, no. I would try to lift up everybody. If, if Rush or, uh, or Perk try to score a touchdown, then, yeah, I'd definitely try and lift them up, too. I would love that. I would love to see maybe them recover a loose fumble or something and see you try to get these guys up. Oh, you yeah. got enough power for it? I think so, yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and uh, finally, Cal Poly coming up next uh, on Saturday. Uh, what are some things fans should look for? What are some of the keys to this game on, on Saturday against Cal Poly? Yeah, I definitely think that we should. Uh, you guys should look for some explosive plays. Um, you know, we haven't really had a full game on offense, um, so, you know, we're just striving for that every, every week. What do you mean by a full game? Just kind of having almost a perfect game. Yeah. Um, you know, just being able to run the ball well and pass efficiently, so... Cool. Well, we'll be looking for that when we travel down to Cal Poly this Saturday. Derek Snell, appreciate the time, and thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right, tight end Derek Snell. Jeffrey Manning Jr. will be t joining us after this timeout. This is Cat Chat from Learfield.
world-class physicians, patient care that's second to none, the most advanced technology available. With a scorecard like that, you can trust Vance Thompson Vision to provide you with the best possible options for your vision. From LASIK to cataracts to everything in between, our surgeons and their teams root for their patients with as much dedication as diehard fans do for their favorite teams. Request your laser vision consultation from the official LASIK and cataract surgeon of the Bobcats. Visit VanceThompsonVision.com. With friendly customer service and an outstanding location near Montana State University in the base of the Bridger Mountain Range, Country Inn and Suites by Radisson is the perfect place to begin your Bozeman adventure. Country Inn and Suites offers a hot and delicious Be Our Guest breakfast buffet each morning. Free Wi-Fi is available throughout the property, and we have a business center and meeting rooms. Our indoor pool and hot tub is a great way to relax after a day of fun, and the on-site fitness center will keep your workout goals on track. We have spacious king and double queen suites with a full-size sleeper sofa available, and every room in Country Inn and Suites is smoke-free. Reserve your room today. Are you looking for a rewarding career right here in Montana? Applied Materials is located in Kalispell, Montana, and is hiring for engineering and manufacturing roles. The leader in materials engineering solutions used to produce virtually every new chip and advanced display in the world. Applied Materials offers top-notch wages and full benefits on day one. Go to AppliedMaterials.com careers and search for the jobs by location to find your next career with Applied Materials. Our innovations make possible a better future. Equal opportunity employer. At Montana State University, students shape signature experiences that take them across the state and into local communities. MSU is dedicated to its land-grant mission, integrating transformational learning, discovery, and service that improves lives. You'll find our students teaching across Montana, conducting research in the heart of Yellowstone National Park, or even creating small shelter prototypes to address homelessness. Montana State University. Think outside. Universal Athletic has been a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Check out their great selection of Bobcat apparel and accessories for all your game day needs. Shop in-store at their North 7th Avenue location or online at shop.msubobcats.com for everything you need to cheer on your Bobcats. Universal Athletic, a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Go Cats! Today's been good. I'm getting there. People with mental health disorders who smoke can die 8 to 25 years earlier than the general population. No more sitting on the fence. It's time to quit smoking. Smoking can interfere with recovery and make psychiatric medicines less effective. The Quit Line can help for a happier and healthier tomorrow. Call the Montana Tobacco Quit Line today at 1-800-QUIT-NOW. That's 1-800-QUIT-NOW. Brought to you by the Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services. Guys, it's buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday at Buffalo Wild Wings, and guess what? You're going to be a dad. What? No, it's boneless Thursdays, which means free boneless wings. You'd be a great dad. Okay, enough. Buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday, only at Buffalo Wild Wings. To the greatest of all times. Buy one boneless wings at regular price. Get one of equal value free at participating locations for a limited time. While supplies last. Limit one, not valid with other offers. Size exclusions may apply. Delivery and takeout available at participating locations through Buffalo Wild Wing website or app. Fees including service fees may apply. Welcome back to Cat Chat. We are live at Buffalo Wild Wings. 
Our Universal Athletic has been a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics for over 45 years. Check out their great selection of Bobcat apparel and accessories for all your game day needs. Go Cats. I'm Keaton Gologli, joined now by safety Jeffrey Manning Jr. Jeffrey, how we doing? Uh, I'm doing good, you? Good, good. Uh, do you like Jeff, Jeffrey? What do you, what, what do you like going by? Uh, I prefer Jeff more. If I hear Jeffrey, I think I'm in trouble with my good. mom or something. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Jeff. Jeff Manning. Yeah. Uh, well, how's the season been going for you? Uh, it's going well. We're uh, performing, winning games, I would say. Um, I'm more so just looking forward to us catching our stride right before playoffs. Yep, trying to play, uh, play your best football at the end of the year. Do you guys feel like you've played your best football yet? Uh, I wouldn't say we've played our best football yet, but we also know that as a team. That's something that uh, we've obviously been working towards, and hopefully this Saturday we put it all together, all three units. Yeah, well, so what are some of the things you guys are still focused on trying to tune up and really elevate the level of? Um, really... You're never going to play a perfect game in the game of football. So I think we're more so just working towards being the best version of ourselves is the best way to describe it. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about this Northern Arizona game. We asked uh, Vegan about it a little bit. But, I mean, at the end of that game, when you're trying to trying to get that final stop, you're able to hold them to a field goal. What was the energy like? What was the stamina like? I mean, a little elevation, a lot of snaps. I mean, were you guys digging deep in that moment? Um, obviously, we've dealt with the elevation-ish looking back at Wyoming last year. But, I mean, that was just the drive defensively specifically. We just really wanted to hone in and really just put it all together and get a stop. Yeah. So what was that like when you finally got that field goal moment? You knew you had a tie game and you were able to get that ball back to your offense. Um, I mean, we wanted to stop, obviously not let them score. But I mean, that was a great offense, as you guys saw. So, I mean, once we finally got that field goal, we knew our offense was going to make something happen. And they did. Yeah. Uh, what was it like watching that, that taco dollar play from the sideline? Um, honestly, that's just Taco and Tommy being themselves. Uh, I saw Tommy roll out, and once I saw the ball in there, I looked down the field and just saw 14 streaking, and then the rest is history. Yeah, what's uh, what's Taco like? I mean, you go up against him in practice a little bit. When you say ta that's just Taco being Taco, what is what is Taco? What is Taco Dollar? Uh, taco is just going to put his head down and try to run past everybody, which he does on a daily basis. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he one of the faster guys on the team? Um, I would say we have a lot of fast guys on our team, obviously, but I would say Taco is up there for sure. Yeah. What makes it tough to, to try to guard him besides the speed? Um, Taco is so crafty. Right. So I feel like once he, when he attacks one-on-one rest specifically, he has a backup move for his backup move, if that makes sense. So whatever look you give him, he's going to counter it somehow. Yeah, that's pretty it's, – it's fun to watch him, especially for a true freshman. I mean, you're, you're a 60-year guy. You're one of the veteran leaders on this team. But when you see a true freshman come in like that, what makes him – or gives him the ability to succeed knowing he was playing high school football last year? Um, that's, I feel like the biggest thing is just confidence. And Taco came in, put his head down and worked. And I feel like that got the confidence in the team within him. And then he just goes out there and works every day. Yeah. Uh, going back to the first snap Northern Arizona had in this game, the Brody Greeby sack, strip fumble recovery, that had to be really electrifying to watch a play from the secondary. Yeah, I mean, we've... I feel like that's what we built our culture on, playing hard-nosed defense. And our defensive line have been great since I've got here. I've stepped foot in Bozeman. And then Brody just came off the edge and a dominant force, which he is. Yeah, yeah, it was fun to watch him uh, take care of that. All right, I want to talk a little more about your story. So uh, I want to go back to high school. You, know, you had a lot of different offers and opportunities. What was your recruitment process when you went to Oregon State? And what were some of the, the offers you were fielding coming out of high school? Um... So what ultimately got me to Corvallis was we had Jameer Calvin and Champ Flemings on my team as well. And so that was our biggest thing, kind of like a package deal type deal. Um, I went through the recruiting process, but actually Montana State and Coach Show was my first offer my junior year. Okay. 
Okay. And so I've already had this connection with Bozeman. Right. So yeah. uh, they were the, if they were one of the first ones, the first one to offer you, what was their pitch? I mean, what were they saying about Montana State? And this was, of course, before the run to the championship game, which I know a lot of people have kind of referenced in their, uh, in their recruiting. But what did you know about Montana State, and what was the pitch when you heard that? Um, honestly, I didn't know anything about Bozeman. Uh, I had a really good connection with the defensive, coach, defensive back coach, Coach uh, Alexander, at the time. And so he was just really telling me that uh, if you really want to come play some hard-nosed football, win games, uh, this is the place for you. And Coach Cho ultimately was the same way. Yeah. So you're at Oregon State. You decide to make that decision to transfer, and you open things up. Uh, what was that process like? How did that compare? And what were some of the opportunities you were looking at? Um, I was talking to a few schools, nothing too serious. And then, uh, obviously, I grew up with Tyrell. Tyrell Thomas? Yeah, so I just, I remember we was watching the, me and my dad was watching the game against NDSU, obviously in Fargo. So that was uh, what, the, that was the semifinal game or the, the semifinals, semifinals, I want to say. Yeah. So I was watching that game with my dad and then I just gave Tyrell a call and then safeties were graduating and they said it's a spot for you if you want to come. Uh, I came on a visit and I was back out here 48 hours later. Yeah. So what did Tyrell tell you? I mean, what was his inside scoop and pitch about this place? Um, Tyrell didn't really have to sell me because obviously they were in that game for a reason. And so me watching that game, I was just like, that's something I could see myself being a part of. And then they welcomed me with open arms. Yeah, and here you are with wide open arms in Bozeman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, how do you like Bozeman? I mean, you, you've been here now. So you got here right before everything shut down in 2020, correct? Yes. Yeah. So what's, uh, what's it been like living out here in Bozeman? How do you like it? Uh, the code isn't for me. But I mean, <laughs> being, from, being an L.A. kid, but... Other than that, I love the city. Um, I really, my biggest thing was to come out here and just play football. Um, the years I did have left, try to make an impact, win a championship. And I feel like we, uh, we fell short last year, but the ultimate goal is to end up in Frisco again. Right. Well, you got the opportunity this year if things continue uh, to move in the, uh, the right direction. So uh, if anybody was coming out from like L.A. and that you were going to give them a, a warning about the cold, what would your advice to be, be to them to try to survive these cold, snowy winters? Uh, buy wool socks, for sure. <laughs> wool socks? Buy wool socks. That's the coldest thing for you? Uh, I mean, that's... At least me specifically, my feet, my upper body, I'm fine. But wool socks is a necessity for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, so you knew Tyrell Thomas. You also knew Reddy Short a little bit, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, obviously he's hurt now, so unfortunately not going to be playing the rest of the year. But uh, it had to be fun to see him and, and get him over here. Yeah, I mean, uh, Reddy's one of my best friends. He's another guy I went to school with, graduated with. So him leaving Arizona, um, I just knew our goal was to always play with each other somehow, some way. And, I mean, he entered the portal, and we had a spot available. So, I mean, we welcomed him with open arms as well, and it's been great. Yeah. Did you have to pitch him on it, or did this place kind of sell itself? Um, I feel like ultimately it sold itself. I feel like last year that uh, when we went out there, the stuff we put on tape, our resume, we just wanted to keep adding pieces to eventually hoist the trophy in Frisco. Yeah, well, there's uh, still on the table this year so far, but business needs to be taken care of next week uh, against Cal Poly. Uh, and personally for you, you know, sixth year, so coming up toward the end, uh, what's going to be next after Montana State? What's, uh, what's the real life going to be like for you? Um, I mean, the goal has always been to play in the league as a kid. So, I mean, take my chances with the NFL and then uh, see what goes from there. Yeah. Do you want to end up back in L.A. or uh, anywhere, to, anywhere uh, that takes you? I feel like anywhere it takes me. I'm more so just living in the now. So, I mean, I'll figure it out when I get there. Yeah. yeah you got plenty of time after the season. So yeah. Even, if you, even when we go all the way down to Frisco, I mean, that's still only January. you got months after that. Exactly. So, I'll figure it out from there. All right. I like that plan. Uh, finally, Cal Poly coming up uh, on the schedule here on Saturday. Give us a couple of keys, couple of, a little bit of a scouting report on what they're going to be doing and what you guys need to be do doing to be successful on Saturday. 
Um, they have a lot of great pieces on offense from the film we've watched. I feel like the biggest thing for us defensively, I would say, is to just play fast, uh, be the most physical team out there, which is the goal every week, and um, put our team in the best position to win. Yeah. What do you feel like you guys need to do to continue to limit some of the bigger plays on the defensive side and, and keep that ball from getting downfield? Um, it just really comes down to every guy doing their 111 and uh, reading your keys, I would feel like. I feel like the biggest thing is when it comes down to football is when you – Coach Willie Mack always says, you see a little, you see a lot. So when you're trying to do a thousand things at once, you're not going to get your job done, essentially. Yeah, so get that pinhole, that, that small target. And if you have the small target, miss small. Exactly. Yeah. All right, well, uh, Kakarius is around the corner. I do not want to look uh, overlook Cal Poly, but you've got to be excited to see what that atmosphere is going to be like here in two weeks for your first home Kakarius game. Oh, 100%. I mean, we were when I got here, it would have been home, but obviously COVID happened. Uh, we went down to Missoula last year, so I'm really looking forward to having it in Bobcat Stadium this year. How loud do you think it's going to be here? Uh, it, it might be louder than Weber, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Are you guys going to make it louder than Weber two weeks from now? <laughs> Good, good, good. Good, 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 good. All right, but we're not looking past Cal Poly. That's coming up on Saturday. That's a 6 o'clock kickoff. We'll be on the air at uh, 5 o'clock. Jeff Manning, thank you so much for spending some time with us and providing a little insight. Thank you for having me. All right, Manning Jr. with us. Eagle Mount Bozeman is committed to providing quality, adaptive recreation, sport opportunities for people with disabilities and young people impacted by cancer, as well as providing support for families of participants so that they shall mount up with wings as eagles. We'll take a break. Come back after this. This is Cat Chat from Learfield. Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. outside the box for your complete branding solutions. Located in Bozeman, Montana, we offer a full print shop for banners, signs, wraps, trade show booths and graphics, promotional products, and much more. If you can think it, we can ink it. We are a proud supporter and corporate sponsor of the MSU Bobcats. Like us on Facebook to see some of our cat wraps. Ready to build your brand? Think Inc. and call us at 406-922-6462 or visit us on the web at inkoutside.com. Town & Country Foods is a proud supporter of Bobcat Athletics. As a locally owned company, we believe the benefit of buying local helps support the local economies in southwest Montana. Our stores offer great selections of items you need every day, including organics, specialty foods, fresh meats and produce, along with incredible selections from our bakery and deli departments. Town & Country Foods is 100% employee owned and serves southwest Montana with seven locations. Visit your local Town & Country Foods today. Go Cats! Another season of women's and men's college sports is underway. Follow your alma mater or favorite team in their pursuit of the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. Trophies will be awarded in June 2023 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Long day of towing ahead? From ATVs to heavy RVs, the new 2022 Chevy Silverado has you covered with proven towing technologies like trailer sway control, hill start assist, and auto-grade braking. Get the capability to work smarter, not harder, with the available Multiflex tailgate, offering six different functions to help you load, unload, and access the cargo bed more easily. Check out the new Silverado at your Montana Chevy dealers. Proud sponsors of your Montana State Bobcats. Did you know that Southwest Montana has one of the highest per capita hot tub usage rates in the world? See what your friends and neighbors already know. How great it feels to soak under the big sky. Mountain Hot Tub has helped more friends and families relax in hot water than anyone in Montana. 
new hot tub starting at less than $5,000. When you're ready to relieve stress and save money at the same time, come see us at the corner of Huffine and Goot Hill. Mountain Hot Tub, since 1979. Bridger Brewing is home to award-winning locally crafted beer and pizza and is proud to support all things Bobcat Sports. Open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily, last beer served at 8 p.m. and located right across from the Brick Breeden Fieldhouse. Stop by after the game today to enjoy a cold pint of beer and a slice of made-from-scratch delicious pizza. Dine-in service and online ordering for takeout are both available. Check out BridgerBrewing.com and at Bridger Brewing on Instagram and Facebook and stay tuned for updates on our newest adventure in Three Forks, Montana. We are back on Cat Chat, presented by Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm Keaton Gologli, along with uh, head coach Brent Vegan. And heck of a schedule coming up. We're in crossover season, so basketball season is here. So just an update on some of the stuff that is coming up. So uh, women's hoops is underway. They won their opener, 78-31 on Monday morning. So that was an early start, so nice to see that. Uh, they are at uh, BYU on Saturday at 2 o'clock. And then they host Arizona State next Tuesday at 7 o'clock. So hosting Arizona State, that's going to be a great game. Uh, the men lost their opener 60-54 to at Grand Canyon. They're in action on Sunday, 5 o'clock at Long Beach State University. We'll be on the air for that one at 4.30. And then Tuesday, 7 p.m. at number 21, Oregon. So that's going to be another tough matchup for the men. And then uh, volleyball has the Grizz on Friday, which will be exciting. So another big matchup. They look for revenge over in Missoula. And then, of course, Cal Poly is coming up on Saturday. So it's a 6 o'clock start Mountain Time. We'll be on the air at 5 o'clock, and we're going to look ahead now to the next opponent presented by Vance Thompson Vision. So Cal Poly still winless in the big sky, but Coach, going on the road, they're going to be a desperate team. That's a dangerous situation always, and they throw the heck out of the ball. They've got the leading receiver in the conference, Chris Coleman. So what do they do in the passing game? Where are they skilled in that regard? Well, they're skilled. they got skilled, uh, good skill guys um, all the way across the board, a good tight end. Um, Coleman you know, leads that receiving uh, crew, but they, he's not the only one. You got a quarterback that can make all the throws, and, and you know you, they're sitting in there. They haven't won a conference game. Um, they've been close a couple times, and, and what an opportunity for them as we go, come out there where we haven't we haven't lost a conference game. So, and, and Coach Baldwin's a really good coach. Um, you know, he had a lot of success at Eastern Washington. He's be building this program um, at, at Cal Poly. You know, they had been a, a triple option team, so it's a pretty dramatic uh, shift that they've uh, encountered. Um, it takes some time, but they're they're making progress for sure, and offensively. You know, they can uh, put up yards and points if, uh, if we let, let them. You know, give us a little insight in what it's like when you're trying to change the culture like that, or not even culture, but just change the entire philosophy. I mean, that's a big, drastic difference, as you mentioned. Yeah, and I think uh, that, that shift on offense, it's, 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 it's personnel. It's so, uh, so di- dictated by personnel. Uh, when you're triple option, your linemen are smaller, quicker guys. Um, you obviously have a, a bunch of guys that can run the football. You probably don't have a guy that can throw the football necessarily. Uh, like they wanted to, and they've uh, you know really gone to the opposite side of it. So linemen need to be uh, skilled differently, and obviously, you know, getting receivers and, and quarterbacks to to throw the football. It's, that's a that's a transition. Now they've done a good job. They have uh, they have you know good skill. I think they're 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 coming along up front. Um, they're not as big as a lot of these teams we see, and I think that's just part of the transition for them. Yeah. On the defensive side now, they're giving up close to 40 points per game. Where have some teams attacked them and been successful in that regard? Well, I think by and large teams have maybe done what they do, um, and that's what we have to go into it. Uh, you know, I think same thing there. They transition in, in philosophy on defense as well. They're, they're, 
Um, they're they're pretty young. I, I think that's maybe the the one thing that that jumps out as, as much as anything. They got a lot of youth on defense, and with youth, um, you know, it's it's a work in progress. You know, and um, I, I know they've they've defended some teams, uh, you know, pretty well. You look back just a few weeks ago, they held a, a pretty explosive Eastern Washington offense to just 17 points, um, and the last two weeks have uh, gotten away from them. So. You know we're going to have to do what we do and do it to a, do it at a high level. You know that's that's the standard we're trying to reach. Um, and, and if we can put to, together a really good game, offense, defense, and complement one another, I think we'll uh, you know we'll, we'll get the result we want. You, know, you also mentioned uh, something else uh, quickly too, where you felt like teams were kind of playing you guys different than they play other teams. Uh, when you're talking about that this week, what do you mean by that? I mean, do you, are you trying to predict how they're going to play you differently than they've played other teams? Yeah, I think offensively what we do um, with our quarterback uh, quarterback play, quarterback run game, you know, they're, they're putting more defenders in the box, uh, you know, and they're leaving more one-on-one matchups on the outside. Uh, so teams, you know, ultimately play us a little different than we've seen on film against maybe a passing team. And, and we have to be able to predict there. Uh, we got to be able to take advantage of, uh, you know, what the defense is giving us while still being able to run the football. And that, uh, you know, we have that passing game has to complement what we're doing running-wise. And it didn't happen quite as much as we'd like to against Northern Arizona. We certainly look forward to happening this Saturday. All right, that was our look ahead to the next opponent presented by Vance Thompson Vision. You can enjoy Cat Chat every week, the official radio show of head coach Brent Vegan and Bobcat Athletics over Wings and Beer every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. only at Buffalo Wild Wings. Only one more show left coming up next week. For head coach Brent Vegan, I'm Keaton Gologli, and this has been Cat Chat from Learfield. been listening to Cat Chat with head football coach Brent Vegan. Brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings, the official home of Cat Chat every Wednesday night at 6.30. Montana State University, Mountains and Mines. And by Town Pump Food Stores, proud sponsor of the Brawl of the Wild series. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Bobcats Sports Network.